chapter 8, verse 35 from the New King James Version. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the, the slaughter. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Let me say that again. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Point at your neighbor and say, that means you. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask that you touch us through these few destiny moments, Lord. Allow our hearts and our minds and our spirits to be open and receptive to what you have to say to us and to your people. Lord, strengthen us through your word. Allow your word to push us towards your promises, to illuminate the path of destiny that you have designed for each and every one of us. Lord, let your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And most of all, Lord, do not allow us to leave this moment unchanged. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to talk to you for a few moments this morning about the conqueror within. Somebody say that with me. Say the conqueror within. What we're trying to do is help each of you find the warrior within you. There's a warrior in you. Say that with me. Say there's a warrior in me. And I want to find the conqueror, the warrior that is in me. I, I, I say that, but many of you know that there are many things that you have already overcome. And if I gave you an opportunity to testify, somebody would tell me of the things that the mountains that look too large for you. But some way, somehow, God allowed you to make it through. And, and, and your simple word and your simple testimony might be that I'm still here. Despite what I have faced, despite, despite all of the things that came against me, despite the height of the obstacles that were before me, I'm still, somebody just say, I'm still here. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it. Say, I'm still here. That means that you have a conquering spirit within you. I know somebody's overcome some, some marriages that had some, that there was a, a little abuse, there was some emotional abuse, but you but you're still here. Somebody overcame smoking, and you used to be addicted, but you're not addicted anymore. I, I wish I had somebody. And your testimony is, I'm still here. Somebody had cancer try and take you out, but, but your testimony today is, or I'm already preaching, is, I'm still here. Come on, say it again. Say, I'm still here. So sometimes it's not necessarily finding the conqueror within. Sometimes it's awakening the conqueror that's already, I wish y'all were here with me, that's already on the inside of you because greater is he that is in me than he that is within the world. God put a conqueror on the inside, but, but not only did he say that I'm a conqueror, he said I'm more than a conqueror. Somebody say more. I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved us. 
I want to explain to you why you're more than a conqueror. When we talk about Jehoshaphat and they were fighting three armies there that, were, that had come against them, the, the, those, those old, some of the old foes that were actually some of their old, rev, old re, relatives, some of the sons of Esau that had gathered at the mountain and they were coming together and battling against Israel. But a prophet of the Lord came to Jehoshaphat and said, Fear not, Jehoshaphat, nor children of Israel. He said, The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. So what did Jehoshaphat do? The first thing that he did to awaken the conqueror is that he prayed. Uh, And I need you to understand that praying is just making a connection. Making a connection between your struggle and God, which means I'm not going to try and fight this thing by myself, but I'm alerting God, Lord, I'm inviting you into this. I wish you would give me prayer is just an invitation. I'm, I'm inviting God into my situation because a lot of times we go through things we don't have to go through because we didn't invite God in. Point your neighbor and say, invite God in. Some things, it's like we, I, you're, you put your hands on it. So God's like, well, they must think they can handle this. They must have this situation covered. But when we pray, we're not giving God information. We're giving God an invitation. Come on and talk to me here. He, he doesn't need the information of what he goes through because God knows everything. He knows what you're about to go through before you even go through it. So when I pray, I'm not giving God new information. I'm giving God an invitation. I'm saying, Lord, I can't handle this thing by myself. Lord, it's too much for me on my own, so I am trusting you. And sometimes God sends us a test to see how quickly we'll send the invitation. What do you think about it? So sometimes he, he, he gives us a test. He allows the test to see how quickly you'll send the invitation because sometimes it seems like a small thing, and we're like, Lord, I got this. I, I got this. I got this covered. But, but James said we ought to say, Lord, I, I will do this if the Lord allows or if the Lord permits, which means that even in the small, most mundane thing, I'm praying to God because I'm inviting him into this situation. The older saints used to tell me, Mama Linda, I, I say, I see you next Sunday. They say, well, if the Lord wills. If it's the Lord's will. That means what they're saying is I'm praying about that thing. I'm praying that I make it to see another day. I, I'm praying that God gives me strength to, to conquer what I'm going through tomorrow. I'm praying that God will allow me to make it. In other words, I'm inviting him into this situation. I'm not asking, I'm not sending him information, I'm sending him an invitation. And if you want to awaken the conqueror that's on the inside of you, baby, you better pray and send God an invitation. Because otherwise you might find yourself in a fight that you can't win. I'm not setting myself up to fail, I'm not setting myself up to lose. But before I face another day, I'm inviting God into this situation. So when I wake up on tomorrow, I'm not taking any chances. I don't know what's coming in in, in me, The, the, the song. Writer said, I, I might not know what tomorrow may hold, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I, I know he holds my hand. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm inviting God. I'm saying, Lord, I don't know what's coming today. Lord, I don't know how they're going to come at me there. There may be somebody who's digging a ditch for me, Lord, but before I get started, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other, no other help I know. I, I'm looking into the hills from which cometh my help because all my help 
Somebody say, all my help. All my help coming from the Lord. I, you need to, if you want to awaken that conqueror that's on the inside, you better send God an invitation. But not only do you, do you send God an invitation, not only, not only, not only do you pray because, because when you're praying to God, you're inviting him into that situation. You're inviting him to participate in that situation. You're sending that prayer out first, and that's exactly what Jehoshaphat did. He sent the prayer out first. Somebody say, send the prayer first. When you send the prayer out first, then you know that God is invited to that situation. But I found the other way to in, invoke the conqueror within. I found that the definition of conqueror goes down to a French root word, which says conqueror. And, the, and what it means, it means to search. A conqueror searches. And when I began to say, what are, what are, what are we searching, Lord, what are we searching? God said we're searching his word. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved, a, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Let me, let me talk to my real folks who don't mind, who don't mind saying amen to this. But when, you, when you're going through something, sometimes you pull out the Bible and you start looking for something. Oh, let, me, let, me see, let me see where my real people are. You're like, Lord, I, you probably you didn't intend for me to stay in this situation. But Lord, let me find your word and let me search something that's... I wish I had some real folks in here that speaks to my situation. I know, I know I've done it. I know my daddy did. I've seen, saw my father lay on his bed one time, and he was reading the word. I said, Dad, what are you doing? He said, Son, I'm going through something, and I'm looking in here to see what God says about it. And when you're really going through something, baby, not only do you pray, but you'll seek, you'll search. The word of the Bible says, Seek, and ye shall find. I, I'm looking in God's word. I'm searching his word because more than likely... God has already spoken on it. I want you to get that. God's already, point at your neighbor and say, God's already spoken on it. Uh, thousands of years later, after the Bible was written, uh, oh, I have a God that, that put down in his word something that speaks to what I'm going through. In 2023, I'm going to search his word because I believe in my heart that God has already spoken on it. He's already spoken on it. He doesn't have to speak a new word. He's already spoken on it. Somebody say it for yourself. Say it. He's already spoken on it. God has already sent his word out. And how, how many of you know that God, when he sends his word out, it doesn't return I wish you were with me. It doesn't return void. That means that his word is out on assignment and it's going to accomplish everything that it was intended to accomplish. But he may have sent it out in the B.C.s, but now we're in the A.D.s. And, and even though it's 2,000 years later, that word is still searching. That word is still going out. That word is still mending fences. That word is still healing broken hearts. That word is still bringing families back together. That word is still healing. Uh, by his stripes, I, oh, what's that? By his stripes, we were healed. We were healed of stuff that people hadn't even found yet. They hadn't even discovered it yet. But his word went out thousands of years ago to heal diseases that we didn't even know about. It went out to heal HIV. It went out to heal, heal AIDS. It went out to heal the coronavirus. It, it went out and it went searching and it's still on assignment and it's still doing what God told it to do thousands of years about. God already spoke on it. Somebody say that again. God already spoke on it. 
So I, 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 I search his word. And, and when I search his word, it, it, it tells me something. It, it speaks to me. And that, that's why when the writer says, what can separate me from the love of God? And, and it, then it tells me I'm more than a conqueror. My conqueror is awakened by petition. My conqueror is awakened by inviting God into the situation. And my conqueror is awakened by prayer. Though more, we say more things have been wrought by prayer than the world can ever know. We know when you pray, believing that you shall receive. I pray believing. That means I pray and I believe by faith that it's already. I wish y'all were here with me. I believe in my faith that it's already done. When I, when I pray on it, then I rest on God's word. <laughs> Come on here. See, I've already prayed. But then I started searching. And when I, found, when I started searching, I found a word that connected to my prayer. <laughs> I was asking. I was inviting God with my prayer. But now I found a word that connects to my situation. And when I found a word that connects to my situation, the next thing I can do is rest. Mm. Oh, when I pray, I've already prayed, so God has his invitation. I already searched his word, and I found a word that he's already spoken on my situation, and his word will not return void. So the next thing I can do is I can rest. Uh, when he spoke to Jehoshaphat, the prophet spoke to Jehoshaphat. He didn't have to call the army anymore. He said, army, you can rest. He said, let me call Judah first. Somebody go get the praise team. Somebody go get the instruments. Somebody go get the cymbals. Somebody go get the lyre and the harp. Somebody go get the high-sounding cymbal. <laughs> Y'all not going to talk to me. Somebody go get the praise team because we can rest now because God said uh, he's got this. I prayed about it. I invited him in. And I, I found a word. I searched a word has been spoken over my situation. So I'm telling somebody this morning, you've already prayed about it. You've already searched God's word about it. And it's time for you to sit down. Somebody touch it, point at your neighbor and say, it's time to sit down. Hebrews 1 and 13, he says, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies my footstool. It's not a time for you to fight right now. It's time for you to rest. You invited me in. I've already spoken over the situation, and it's time for you to sit down. Somebody point at your name and say, it's time to sit down. What I've noticed is if you go to Congress, while the congressmen are beginning to speak, they'll begin to talk, but you notice that only one of them will talk at a time. If they have somebody else that's on their side that they want to speak, they said, well, I'll give my time to such and such. Because both of us, even though we're on the same side, we can't talk at the same time. So if I want to be heard, I can stand up and I can be heard. But if I want somebody else to talk, then I have to shut up and I have to sit down. Because I'm no longer recognized to speak. And what I'm telling you is some of you are in situations that the only reason that you're still going through is because you're standing up and you're still talking. And God is telling you, I need you to shut up. And I need you to sit down. And he said, as soon as you shut up and you sit down, he said that I'll stand up. 
But the reason I can't stand up uh, is because you're still standing. Uh, he said, I need you to sit down uh, and I need you to shut up uh, and I need you to let me have it. Uh, and he said, if you let me have it, uh, he said, I'll take control. Uh, if you let me have it, uh, I'll be responsible for the result. Uh, he said, but the first thing uh, to awaken the conqueror in you, uh, he said, I need you to sit down. Somebody pointed somebody and said, God said, sit down. God saying, if you sit down and if you let me speak, he said, the reason you need to let me speak is that my word is more powerful than you. He said, my word, I, my word is more powerful than yours. He said, I didn't have a light switch. He said, but I said, let there be light. And the lights came on. You didn't have any ground anywhere. But he said, let there be firmament in the midst of the waters. And the earth was formed. He said, if you sit down and let me talk. He said, I'll turn that situation around. Because we have a God that cannot lie. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. We have a God that cannot lie. And he says, if I say it, because I can't lie, if it's not that way, it has to change. Sister Linda, your dress is white, but if God says it's black, it'll become black because it cannot lie. I wish you were here with me. The pews are blue, but if God says they're red, they turn red because it cannot lie. So if you're sick, and God says you're healed. <laughs> if you're sick and God says you're healed, you're going to be healed because he cannot lie. Jesus went into the house of Jairus and they said the girl was dead. And Jesus said, no, no, she's just sleeping. So when he called her name, she got up because he cannot lie. They said, last is dead. You've been dead for four days. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus got up and he came forth because he cannot lie. I'm telling you, if you sit down and let God speak, he's going to change. He's going to turn it around. And he's gonna turn it around. Somebody in here just turn around. He's gonna turn it around. Hallelujah. Somebody give God some praise to me. Give him some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His, his word can't return void. So that means whatever he said is coming to pass. Point at three people and say, It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, put those hands in there. Hallelujah. 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 That's why I'm finished. 
You can stand on your feet. That's why. Hallelujah. That's why. That's why we can speak those things that are not. Whew. I can speak those things that are not as though they were because God can't lie. He can't lie. So when God tells me something that doesn't match up with what I'm seeing, that doesn't match up with what I'm going through, even though I don't see Praise Steve said, I, I'm seeing the invisible. I can speak those things that are not as though they were because God can't lie. I dare you to say it with me. Say, I am he. I am the living. I am set free. I am debt free. I am above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and praise him in here.
sending out this word thousands of years ago. Lord, before we ever got to this place, Lord, you knew where we'd be right here on this day, in this moment, at this time. Lord, you already knew. And you sent your word in advance to heal, to deliver, and to set free from wherever we are right now. And for that, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Help us this, Lord, Lord, on this week. Strengthen us on this week, Lord. Strengthen our faith, Lord, to speak on those things, Lord. Lord, we know that you cannot lie, so Lord, whatever you have declared in our lives, it cannot return home. It must accomplish everything that you separate to do. And for that, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, touch us this week and strengthen us that we may speak by faith not only into our own lives but into the lives of the ones around us. Lord, let our light shine that others might see your work and glorify you who are in heaven. And we claim and declare it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. For those of you who've been watching us virtually, we pray that you live by faith. Step out on faith and ask God. Speak on it and believe that he'll do exactly what he said. God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a Fun. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.